How is a regular developer different from a cloud developer? Hey there, I'm Ian Douglas. I'm the author of the website, techinterview.guide, and I'm here to help people with career advancement and interview preparation. My live stream on Twitch covers topics such as company research, how to build resumes and cover letters, applying for the job, getting through interviews, and what to do during negotiations. I've coached thousands and thousands of people over the years to get jobs at the biggest tech companies in the industry, and I'm here to help you too. The following episode is taken from a longer live stream event and may contain interactions with other people in chat. Check out the end of the episode for more information. Let's get to it. So Heartbender asked a question in chat. What's the difference between a developer and a cloud developer? Not much, to be honest. A lot of software development nowadays is actually done in what we call the cloud. And the cloud is, well, let me, let me rewind. So back in the day, companies would go out and buy their own computers and they would set them up in what we call a data center, uh, which is basically, you know, a small mini warehouse of just racks and racks and racks of these computers. Now the computers are generally uh, a couple of inches thick and really long. And they were, they were typically, uh, I want to say 19 inches wide and probably two feet long, 24 inches long, and generally like a couple of inches tall, like maybe two inches tall, maybe, and, and it was something that they called a unit. So it was one U where you get like two U, a three U or a four U. And that was like doubling or tripling or quadrupling the size. And so one of my jobs, uh, one of my first jobs in California was to actually build out these data centers. And I was like racking up these servers, as we call it, where you're literally going in and you're finding space in this cabinet to like put more and more of these servers together. So companies used to do their own servers. And it was something that we we kind of called it on-premise. So on-prem was the short term for that. And on-prem basically means you were running your own servers. You were responsible for buying and maintaining and, and sort of uh, upgrading these servers yourself, the motherboard, the hard drive, the RAM, the CPU, like everything that you needed. As we started to shift into what we now call the cloud, the cloud is really just somebody else's data center um, and somebody else's way of managing. Somebody else is basically taking care of those servers. And so cloud development, you're still developing software that runs on a server. It's just somebody else's server. That server doesn't belong to your company anymore. And so uh, the only real difference with cloud computing is you're running on a data center run by Amazon or Microsoft or Google or Oracle or whoever's running the cloud infrastructure like Heroku, which is technically piggybacked off of, uh, off of AWS anyway. So if you're running something on Heroku, you're actually running it on AWS. Um, and so you're basically just doing things on their premise on their on-prem systems. So that's really the only difference. The server, like cloud, is basically somebody else's server. That's honestly the only difference uh, that there is. <laughs> Didn't know I lived with a ninja. Yeah, that's my youngest of, of two ninjas. Um, yeah, he could have just said, hey, dad, can you hand me the phone? And I would have handed him the phone. They, uh, they like coordinating with their friends to play Minecraft and, and so on. And other games, they play Among Us and Minecraft and uh, Animal Crossing and like a handful of other games. So good times. Hey, Pink, good to see you. So Pink won a dragon on Friday night um, and then gifted it to Pezliz, which was very kind. Um, and then Pezliz won a drawing and gifted it to RC Maniac. So 
if you do win a dragon, you do have the choice of just saying re-roll or I want to give it to this particular person that I know is in chat. Um, it's your dragon. You can do what you like. So do uh, exclamation point dragon, or as we call it, bang dragon. In programming, we, we have different names for these symbols. And the exclamation point, we call it a bang um, slash. I think we, like the forward slash, I think we call, I think we just call it slash. The hashtag, I think we call it uh, splat. And there's another one that we call, I forget what it is, it's like Rebecca or something like that. Um, I want to go find this poem. It's called Wacka Wacka Bang Splat. Yeah, so the angle brackets are known as wackas. So let me share this poem. This poem's hilarious. Um, I get a, I get a, a big kick out of this. I look this up every now and then. <clears throat> but this one's pretty funny. And so it's just, it's all these like punctuation symbols. And if you read them out with sort of what we call the programming names for them, um, so the open and closing greater than, less than, we call wackas. The exclamation point is a bang. The asterisk is the splat. And then tick, tick, or the quotes, and then the hash. And so you read this thing as wacka, wacka, bang, splat, tick, tick, hash, carrot, quote, back, tick, dollar, dollar, dash. It's, it's kind of funny. If, if you understand the programming lingo and so on, it's, it's pretty funny to actually go through and read it. It can be a bit of a tongue twister. Um, but yeah, it's pretty fun. Anyway, um, Devin Zara says in chat, my game was Age of Empires back in the day, but I had to make friends online because mm -hmm. all my local friends were console gamers. Nice. Um, so I realized I, I forgot I didn't finish answering that question. So, um, when it comes to cloud computing, like I said, you're basically building applications on other people's servers. Now, over time, we've started developing things that we call serverless. And the whole idea of working in the cloud is you're renting time on someone else's computer. And then that can go even a step deeper into what we call serverless, which is uh, like with a, with a typical AWS or Google Cloud or Azure kind of setup, you're basically renting their computer for some long period of time, generally days, weeks, months, or very long term. You can rent their servers for years if you want. And, and they give you a discount based on if you sort of pre- reserve like time on their servers and then someone came up with the idea of well we don't want to rent a server for a whole day we just need to run this little block of code and it's only going to take like a couple of minutes or a couple of hours at most and so someone came up with the idea of well let's reduce the amount of time that you can rent one of these servers and now they call it serverless because now you don't need the whole server you just need like a little bit of time to run some code so for those that subscribe to my daily email series we'll do bang email in the chat um, for those that subscribe to my email series, my email series is actually handled on a serverless setup using Firebase. And so when you subscribe, it's hitting Firebase with a serverless function to say, go register this email address. So I don't have to go rent one of their whole servers on Google Cloud all day long, every day, like 24-7. I don't have to rent one of their servers. I literally just pay them for the couple of moments that it takes for you to actually subscribe or every day when I actually go get all the email addresses and, and where you've left off in the series and which email to send you next, um, you know, I basically make another serverless call saying, go fetch this information so I can go count my subscribers and then, uh, you know, start filtering through and, and go uh, send out the next message that you get in the series. And if it's the last message that you get in the series, um, well, 
actually, sorry, let me back up. When you get an email or when it, when it says, okay, well, Zooey now gets message number 16 or whatever, it sends another message to the server saying, hey, I successfully sent that message to Zooey. Go ahead and advance Zooey to number 17 for tomorrow. And then when you get the last one, the system recognizes like, oh, you just got message number 42. Therefore, I send another serverless request saying, go delete Zooey from the database because they are now unsubscribed. So message 42 is basically like, bye, you're unsubscribed. I've dropped all of your information. And then that sends over to the server and drops all your information out of the database. And so that's kind of the progression from working on premise where a company had their own servers into the cloud and now into the kind of the serverless kind of thing. And then from there, people are picking up, well, how can we make coding even easier? Let's get into no code solutions, which tends to piggyback on top of serverless, which then piggybacks off of someone's renting a server, but they're only running your functions like a fraction of the time. And then that kind of goes back to the on-premise kind of thing. So that's kind of the whole gamut of what does it mean to be a developer versus a cloud developer? It's exactly the same thing. You're just writing software, it just comes down to whose computer is it running on. Thanks for checking that out. I hope that you found it helpful. I always appreciate feedback, so please let me know what you think. I appreciate any subscriptions, so please tell your friends and colleagues about it as well. Check out the website techinterview.guide for more information about when I'm live streaming and all of my free content. Drop by a live stream anytime to ask questions or message me privately, whatever makes you most comfortable. See you next time.